All right, we're back. Let's have a drink. Why not? Why not? Mm. Oh, yeah. I probably should have gone for a pee first. Whatever. We'll get through this. We'll get through it, guys. Don't you worry. There we go. We'll see what happens. Alrighty then. All right, welcome back to the Jam Room Podcast, everybody. How you all been out there? Hope you've had a fantastic week, as always. That's what we do. Start with pleasantries and all that sort of shit. I had a pretty fucking fun week myself. Finally got back into work and stuff like that, but did take a few fucking chances to go snorkeling and stuff. I, um, I actually spent an overnight on the boat over at Rotto. Our beautiful little resort island over there um, this weekend. It was pretty fucking cool. Got cut short because a storm was coming in, so we had to hightail it the fuck out of there. Bloody lucky we did, hey. As soon as we get back to fucking Hillary's over here, fucking, um, Jesus, a storm just kicked up like crazy. It was howling wind and all that bullshit. Uh, so we would have been uh, pretty fucking stuck out there. I reckon we would have had to stay another night just to sort of um, wait it all out and all that shit. But fuck, it's fun over there, eh? Like I said, it was the first um, time actually overnighting on this boat. So, you know, we, we moored down uh, right in fucking Thompson Bay there. Beautiful little area. Went for a snorkel. Some people got on those um, gay paddle boards, whatever. Fuck, that shit doesn't interest me at all anymore. I've talked to you about my experiences with those things. They make no sense to me. I don't understand the appeal of that bullshit. Um, but anyway, I do appreciate the appeal of fucking snorkeling. It was great. I had some stingrays out and about and all that sort of shit. It's fucking... I feel sorry for stingrays these days, you know? Like, it's such a beautiful creature. But I think everybody's scared of them because of what fucking happened with Steve Irwin, right? The Australian hero, Steve Irwin, you know? He's like one of the only reported deaths from Stingray ever, right? There's like a handful of them in all of history, right? But just because it happened to Steve Irwin, now everyone's scared of fucking Stingrays. And, you know, I don't want to get into it too much because I don't want to throw anyone under the bus or whatever. But, you know, if you guys sort of keep up with uh, what we do here and fucking, you know, my, my brother who's an animal guy, Kings of Pain on History Channel, check it out. Um... You know, he's got some connections with that kind of world or whatever. He knows some insider sort of shit. So I'm not going to go in too deep with it. But let's just say Steve Irwin's a cunt and pretty much killed himself and just threw stingrays under the bus. These very placid, beautiful creatures. He threw them under the fucking bus. That was his last fucking ditch effort move on this planet was to not promote the beauty of wildlife, but to scare the shit out of um, everybody about one particular animal. I don't know. This is kind of gay. It just uh, happens to be that way, guys. So anyway, yeah, Snorkel with Stingrays, fucking awesome. Great time over there at Rotnest. You know, it's so cool doing the overnight because Rotnest is only a cool place if you actually get to relax on the island, get into that fucking lifestyle. Like, I used to go over there as a kid um, for like a week or so at a time, you know? So, like, it never made sense to me to do fucking day trips over to this island, you know? You get there, you set up, you go snorkeling, you have a, a bit of lunch or whatever, and then you're fucking on the ferry back home. It was good to actually breathe for a little bit. So, you know, we went over to shore. You know, the boat's too big to get very close to shore, so we fucking have to take the little dinghy off the back, putter on into shore. 
Went for a fucking nice steak meal. It's fucking fantastic. This little pub, they've got a little sports bar over um, kind of on the backside of the settlement there in, in Rotnest called, what's it called? Governors or something like that? Um, fucking fantastic. Little band playing, fucking sports are on, except they, they had like ESPN playing. They didn't have the fucking Winter Olympics. We'll get into that shit later on, you know. But, you know, everyone just parties a bit too hard on that island sometimes, you know. I walk out for a cigarette at one point, and there's a dude fucking lying face down on the concrete with a couple of security surrounding him. This guy's, like, dead. No one really know what, knows what happened to him. Apparently, he kind of just overdosed a little bit or something and tripped over the step and smashed his fucking head. So I'm just sitting there watching this whole thing unfold. And, uh, you know, the ambulance arrives, the cops arrive, all that sort of shit. And, you know, everybody else is just partying on like nothing happened. It's like, wicked. That's Rottnest for you, hey? You lose a soldier every now and then, fuck it, they'll be fine, hey? I, d- I did watch the whole sort of scenario play out. The-, the dude ended up, you know, waking up and walking himself onto the ambulance. It wasn't that bad. Uh, but yeah, fun fucking times in Rotnest. I still fucked up again and didn't wear enough sun cream or some shit. The rest of my, my whole body's fine, except my face got fucking torched. And now the skin on my nose is fucking peeling. And uh, it's not too bad because when I'm out in public uh, these days, I'm kind of wearing the mask anyway, so no one can really see it. But it's just fucking annoying. It just catches the corner of your eye. So you're constantly seeing the fucking dandruff over your fucking nose and just wiping it. And uh, it's just fucking... It's what it is. But it was a fun fucking weekend, guys. Hope you guys had fun as well out there. Hope you've been ca- uh, catching up with the, the Winter Olympics, eh? Beijing! Beijing Winter Olympics. I watched the um, the opening ceremony. What was that like Thursday, Friday night, something like that? Um, pretty cool. I like I like watching the opening ceremony. It, it's weird seeing like the the Chinese do it their fucking way, you know? Like when the the guy, the representative, comes out and does a big speech about shit. He's doing it all in Chinese, obviously. No problems with that. But there was no fucking subtitles or translation at all. So for like twenty minutes, I'm just watching this guy fucking speak gibberish. And uh, all right, let's move on. And then there's the parade of all the fucking athletes coming out and stuff like that. And the Winter Olympics are fucking cool. They've got the best fucking uniforms, eh? Like winter gear is fucking fire compared to the summer bullshit, right? Yeah, except for the Canadians this year. And my wife being Canadian, when that team came out, you know, that's what we're waiting for. See the Canadian team. They're pretty fucking good at winter sports. They should take home a bunch of medals. Um, But they're... Definitely not getting a medal for their fucking dress sense this year. They look like shit. As soon as they came out, uh, my wife's like, oh, that looks great. I want to get one of those scarves. I want to do it. And I was like, well, are you kidding me? These guys look like they're fucking wearing a sleeping bag. It's insane. They, um, I don't know what the fuck's going on. Google it, guys. Fucking the Canadian Winter Olympic uniform for this year. It looks fucking good garbage i don't know what the fuck was up with that the australians were pretty cool we got like a fucking camouflage sort of uh jackets with like the um the gold tassels and shit like that go on the green and gold it's fucking cool i love the winter olympics guys the best thing about the winter olympics to me is all the cool sports obviously because there's like a, a million fucking weird sports you never knew existed right like fucking curling the biathlon all that sort of shit like people are skiing and shooting doing all sorts of crap but like the wipeouts are just way more epic for the Winter Olympics. Like you're watching the Summer Olympics, like what can really go wrong with someone throwing a shot put, right? What can really go wrong someone running the 100 meters or whatever? 
These guys wipe out with fucking everything. The risk is just fucking huge. Um, what were we watching last night? We were watching the fucking um, the speed skating sort of qualifying rounds, right? And um, Australia doesn't win a lot of gold medals at the Winter Olympics, by the way. We just won one for the women's downhill slalom last night, or the night before, sorry, uh, um, which was like our first gold medal at the Winter Olympics for like 12 years or some shit. There's only like maybe six or seven gold medals ever won by Australia in history for the Winter Olympics, right? One of those gold medalists um, was a, a very famous case. I forget the guy's fucking name, but um, he was a speed skater. Not a very good one in, on, on the world stage, obviously. He, he was sitting back in last place. Everybody in front of him wiped out, and he took out the gold, right? It was just like this happy accident that got him the fucking gold medal, right? Sorry about that. Can you hear that? There's a fucking rogue can rolling around somewhere here, and I can hear it in my headphones. I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I can't even see it. Where the fuck's it gone? Anyway, what were we talking about? Oh, yeah, the dude that just fluked his way to a gold medal uh, years and years and years ago, right? And uh, so this, the speed, speeding, uh, fucking speed skating trials were on um, last night, and uh, he's in the commentary booth, right? And um, every single fucking trial that happened or like qualifying round or whatever the fuck it is every single one of them the person in last place ended up qualifying because of wipeouts it's like he had jinxed the whole fucking thing it was hilarious and guys these these dudes fucking wipe out hard hey they take those corners at pretty intense fucking angles so if they slip out they just skid across the ice for like a hundred fucking meters and crash into these these barriers, right? And take out a few other skaters along the way. That's how the guy got his gold medal all those years ago, right? So you're kind of expecting it to happen at some point, but not every single one that this guy was commentating on happened to work out the same way that led him to his fandom, right? Something like that. It was fucking weird. It's cool. I love the Winter Olympics. Um, looking forward to the next few weeks of seeing more of the snowboarders, more of the fucking... Uh, absolutely anything, by the way. I fucking love all winter sports. It's just, it's just a little bit more magical than the summer sports. Obviously, from someone living here in Perth, where it's just endless fucking summer, it's never snowed, we don't have that sort of stuff. So just seeing ice and seeing snow is fucking cool anyway. So whatever the hell they do on it is fucking cool in my books. Right, guys? Anyway... We got lots to talk about this week uh, because there's plenty of music news going on and I kind of need your help. So we're going to get into it. I think I'm going to forego music reviews for new albums on this episode, but I'll do an extra episode for you guys potentially Friday. I'll talk about that a little later, but let's get into the fucking elephant in the room, which is all the Spotify bullshit controversy that's been going on the last couple of weeks, right? If you never knew who Joe Rogan is, you certainly know who he is now because the mainstream media is telling you that he's a fucking piece of shit, a racist, all this sort of stuff, right? So obviously we know that this whole controversy started with an asshole named Neil Young, who had some like average songs a long time ago and hasn't fucking made a hit song in like fucking 150 years or some shit like that. And so he decided to fucking um, say, you know what, Spotify, you got to do something about this misinformation that's coming out from experts on Joe Rogan's podcast. Experts are spouting misinformation. So I don't know what information Neil Young knows that's better than the guy that created mRNA vaccines would know. But either way, 
A lot of people are piling on with his plight. Joni Mitchell decided to take some fucking music down. A whole bunch of other uh, piece of shit artists decided to take some stuff down just in solidarity with Neil Young on his fucking um, campaign against free speech, right? So I don't even understand where the con- controversy comes from because I was under the impression that the Joe Rogan experience uh, was an explicit podcast and should only really be available to adults. That's the whole thing. Like when you upload a podcast, as I do all the time, um, you label it explicit. So that should be for adults only. So it's a failure on fucking Spotify's account if anyone under the age of consent is listening to the Joe Rogan experience, but they obviously are or whatever, but they shouldn't be the problem because they shouldn't be on that platform anyway. But I was under the impression, and I might be wrong about this, guys, but I was under the impression that this is um, fucking uh, adults listening to the Joe Rogan podcast and um, adults are usually able to sort of make up their own mind about shit whether it be fucking whether or not to hunt elk or fucking anything right including fucking vaccines and all this COVID shit like it doesn't really matter their opinions on political issues and all that sort of stuff I thought they were able to make up their own mind turns out I'm wrong guys turns out that People just do whatever Joe Rogan says, and that's a problem, right? Apparently, that's, that's the issue. If something is said on Joe Rogan's podcast, people just do it, right? I don't know. That, that seems to be the thing that they're scared of and they're trying to fight back against, right? Because people aren't subscribing to mainstream media, you know? No one's paying money to fucking listen to an episode of um, fucking Fox and Friends, right? It's got to be free to air because it's garbage, right? Or CNN or whatever, you know. Don't want to throw any particular mainstream media uh, conglomerate under the bus. They're all kind of weird. But uh, so apparently people just do whatever the fuck Rogan says and that's an issue. They don't have any personal responsibility. So we have to take down Rogan and they have, guys. Over 100 episodes are missing now of the Joe Rogan experience uh, and including a whole bunch that make no sense in the climate of just COVID misinformation, which started this whole fucking thing, right? So I don't really know what's going on. I need, I need your help with this. So um, there was an episode that went missing and uh, a left-wing guy was on there and Rogan didn't say any slurs because there was also this tacked on thing, right? So there was the fucking COVID misinformation thing, but then also all these videos fucking appeared of Rogan dropping the N-bomb paraphrasing people most of the time and you know you know some of it doesn't look that bad doesn't doesn't age very well when you drop the n-bomb i guess something like that right but i don't know why why now like that compilation video of rogan saying the n-word uh that was that's that was on youtube like five years ago but someone famous fucking tweeted it out and all of a sudden people like what the fuck so there are obviously people that have never really listened to Joe Rogan or seen what's going on or kept up with it or cared at all up until now. So it's weird that everybody cares all of a sudden. So Rogan's um, full of shit as far as it, like COVID stuff goes. He's wrong and he's a racist. They're going to start throwing transphobe at him. Oh, wait a minute. They already did throw that at him. Um, homophobe, they'll throw that at him. They'll try to do anything to fucking try and destroy Joe Rogan because they can't really control it, right? And as a free speech guy, I'm a kind of a free speech absolutist because I'm, I'm confident that adults can make up their own fucking minds, 
right? I just maybe uh, maybe that's just a dumb hope of mine, but who knows? So to some of it, it, it feels crazy. This is the new new uh, iteration of book burning, right? They're just conversations between a fucking a comedian, curious guy, and whoever the fuck wants to talk to him. Yeah, but some of these episodes that went missing, they had nothing to do with any of those things. One of them was a, like a, an episode with uh, a guy. There's no slurs. There's no n- nothing going on except the guy that uh, that uh, Rogan was talking to happened to be pretty fucking critical of Saudi Arabia. And this episode got taken down. Bang! Just this month, fucking Spotify has opened up their markets into into Saudi Arabia. <sighs> Seems like a bit of a coinky dink. Little coincidental for my liking. I don't know. Apparently what's coming out, like this is what the CEO of Spotify said, is that Joe Rogan himself decided to take these episodes off. Don't know if I believe it. Don't know if I buy that shit. Who the fuck knows? But in the meantime, um, the streaming service Rumble, which is a brand new sort of uh, player in the game, um, has offered fucking Rogan $100 million for a four-year contract on their platform, promising no censorship, bring all your own episodes, do all your old stuff, like fucking, we got your back, bro. That sort of thing. So, I don't know. Rogan's going to win the most out of this, right? You try to cancel the guy, like, let's face it, his contract with Spotify is going to be fucking rock solid, right? It's going to be airtight. You don't sign a $100 million contract without having a lawyer kind of peruse it a little bit. I would think. I would think. So I don't know. Rogan's going to make his money because if he gets kicked off Spotify, they're the ones breaking contract. They will have to pay him the fuck out. And then he just moves into another fucking $100 million contract elsewhere. Fine. He'll take his audience with him. You know? He had the biggest audience as far as a podcast goes before he moved to Spotify anyway. Spotify did not make his audience bigger. He was doing that himself, right? So they'll follow him wherever. But this is only scratching the surface of Spotify. So I don't know what the fuck to do. And this is where I need your help, guys. Um, I have my podcast on Spotify because I have to re-upload it as a whole separate podcast for them because they kicked me off a while ago, right? Years and years ago. Because apparently our free flow jams that I would put up was, um, you know, not appropriate for a podcast or some shit like that. Tried to clarify, tried to figure out what I could do. They never really uh, corresponded with me because, you know, I'm a small fry in this, obviously. Uh, And so I just decided when I redid the podcast with me actually talking to you folks, um, just do a whole separate RSS feed, which is the kind of thing you do to, to start a podcast, right? So every time I do one of these episodes, guys, I do have to upload it twice, right? I have to upload one to, to iTunes and literally every other podcast app. That's one. And then I have to do a secondary one just for fucking Spotify. So I don't really mind taking it off Spotify. It's a fucking bunch of hassle just to do all this shit for them. They don't make up a significant... Well, that's a fair... I don't know. It's not much of my listener base, right? It's a couple of percent worth and I don't really want to not allow them to listen to this uh, fucking podcast because, you know, whatever. But I'm happy to do so. So if it's like, if you guys reckon I should uh, take my podcast off Spotify in solidarity with Joe, I'm happy to. I don't really care, but I don't think it's the big issue with Spotify. There are way bigger issues with Spotify because Spotify is not primarily a podcasting platform. It's a fucking music streaming platform. 
and I really enjoy the music streaming aspect of Spotify, but they're being really shit about it, and they always have, and things have started to come to light. So, um, a couple of weeks ago, I reviewed an album from an artist called Eve Six, right? An old school punk band. They released a new album. We talked about it. I showed you one of their old songs, which couldn't couldn't find on Spotify or whatever. Um, so I started following them on, on Twitter and all that sort of shit. And their singer, who I believe is in in control of their um, of their their Twitter handle, right? The verified Twitter handle. I'm pretty sure it's a guy named Max Collins, singer from Eve Six. And uh, he starts going off about Spotify kind of at the exact same time as Neil Young does. Not about any of the Joe Rogan shit, but about just the way they fucking pay their artists, the actual musicians on Spotify, right? Which, by the way, should be the biggest appeal for Spotify. As far as I can tell, the only podcast that's exclusive to Spotify is Joe Rogan and maybe some bullshit with Barack Obama. What is it? What is it with the, with those guys? Didn't they like like and and same with like Harry and Meghan Markle or whatever the fuck the the royal family like they've got a bit of a deal with Spotify, and I think they cashed in fucking millions and millions of dollars and only did like two episodes or some shit. I don't know. I didn't really look into it because I I'm certainly not fucking interested in what those bastards have to say. This is just boring to me. But it, anyway, all the actual music part. I mean, I don't know where else to go to sort of subscribe and listen to any song I want, right? I don't really know, but they don't pay the guys very much. And what they do pay doesn't even go to the fucking artist. That's what this uh, Max Collins from Eve Six was pointing out, was that like they're giving them less than half a cent per stream. So if they get like a million fucking streams in a month, they might get check for a couple of thousand bucks. They don't even get that check. That check goes to um, their record label that spent the money to produce their fucking album, right? So they don't even get anything from it. And if it's a, a record label that happens to be owned by Sony or something like that, who also has a huge stake in fucking um, Spotify, they're kind of just paying themselves, right? They own the company that's paying themselves. That's it. Well, they've got part ownership. It's, you know, share deal, right? So I don't really know what's going on there. And it kind of sucks. Especially with like a lot of these old rock bands, guys. Like, um, they signed these contracts to these record labels when they were kids, you know? They might be 14, 15, 16. Uh, and they signed these contracts and then in perpetuity, the fucking record label can make money off their shit. And um, I didn't know that that was legal. That's under the age of consent for anything except for music contracts, apparently, or something like that. I don't really fucking know. But it's crazy because they're not even giving anybody the actual money that they're supposed to give. And it's a very low rate. It's point like average 0. 0.0004 um, of a dollar per stream. So it's about half a cent, just less than half a cent per stream, right? And then on the back of that as well, what this guy from Eve Six was pointing out was the fucking NFT space, right? Because there was this tweet that came out from Kanye West um, last week saying that don't fucking ask him about NFTs. He's trying to focus on real world shit. Lo and behold, Kanye's songs are available to purchase as NFTs and all the album artwork and all that sort of stuff directly pulled from Spotify through a backdoor deal with a company that goes by the name of Hitpiece. Go to hitpiece.com. 
you can find almost any fucking NFT for any artist on Spotify. It's Spotify is just giving them straight access to it to sell as NFTs. And these guys at Hitpiece have come out saying like, you know what, this it's we're selling this stuff, but the artists themselves can can get them their money if they just contact us or whatever. It was never their shit to sell. But once they do sell it without any permission, they will give the artist a bit of a kickback. I doubt they're giving them 100% of it. That's a bad business model. Hey, I'll sell your shit and I won't take any seller's fees. You're wasting your time, right? So they're doing nobody a favor and they're just selling people's fucking intellectual property that they don't have rights to. Check it out, guys. It's kind of scary. I don't know if all these artists out there, if you're, if you're a musician out there and you have any music or anything on Spotify, go ahead and check out this hitpiece.com website and search your band name and see if they're selling your fucking art as an NFT. Because they are. They fucking are. And they're getting all through backdoor deals with Spotify. Spotify's not talking about that shit. They don't want anybody to know about that stuff. No one even really knows what the fuck an NFT is. But apparently you can just sell other people's intellectual property as one. And I don't know. This is like a kind of thing that like you, you bid for it. And if you get it, they'll mint it into the fucking Ethereum blockchain or some bullshit. It's all that crypto nonsense. Fuck it. The good thing about it is I hope it exposes how bullshit all of this crypto and NFT space is. It's nothing. It's fucking hype. But so that's another big issue with fucking Spotify. So again, back to my problem. One side of the problem, should I pull off my podcast from Spotify, right? Let's say it accounts for 5% of my audience. And by the way, they're not sticking to the fucking explicit thing either. I can look at my metrics through Spotify and like 7% of my audience that comes just through Spotify is under 18 or under 17-year-old females. If you're an under 17-year-old female listening to this podcast, take a hard look in the mirror, wonder what the fuck's wrong with you and just stop it, please. I do not need you as a fucking listener on, on this podcast or under 18, male or female. It just happens to be all females on Spotify. For some reason, I don't know why that that is the case. But yeah, if you're under 18 and you're listening to this podcast, please stop. Turn it off. This isn't for you. I don't need to get in fucking trouble about all this bullshit, right? Um, so there's that side of it. Do I, do I lose that little, little audience and, uh, and just fuck off my podcast from Spotify and maintain my subscription still to Spotify? Because that doesn't feel right. I'm still putting money into Spotify. I still pay my fucking, whatever, 15 bucks a month or some bullshit. And I need that kind of stuff for the work that I do, especially here on the podcast, guys. And I would like these artists to get paid fairly, but I don't know what is a fair price. And this is what no one's really talking about. What is a fair price? I understand that if I love an album and I'm gonna listen to it repeatedly, it's worth the 25, 30 bucks to me to purchase the fucking album. Fine. Happy to do that. Happy to listen to it or whatever through whatever uh, arrangements they've made with these streaming companies or whatever and maybe buy some of their merch or maybe buy a live ticket to see them. But if I'm trying to review a new album that I may or may not like, how much money should that cost me? I'm not buying these fucking albums that I'm reviewing and dislike or think they're okay or whatever and listen to them once and then, you know, move on with my life. What should that cost me and what should that benefit the artist? That's a hard question. I don't really know. Like if someone said, you know what, you can listen to 
these new albums, but that's going to cost you 10 bucks a week. And, but you only get to listen to them once or twice, or maybe it's a 24-hour window or something like that. Maybe I'll be up for that. But is that fair? Is that what the artist is happy with? I don't know. And I really don't know how to navigate these waters, guys. There are these new fucking um, streaming services kind of popping up, one called Tidal. Um, apparently, it, it pays about three times as much as Spotify does to its artists or something like that. And so some people are saying, please listen to it on this instead or whatever. But I haven't checked out the app yet. I don't know if it's got as big a library as Spotify. Because, you know, I like to just put on fucking shuffle play any old nonsense. These are songs I've never heard or would never would hear otherwise. And I'm happy with that. But if the artists are getting fucking, you know, creamed in the ass because their record label is actually getting all the money anyway as well and all this other sorts of stuff, I don't know what to do. I really don't know what to do. And so what do you guys think? Should I fucking just delete my Spotify account and just search for new music in other ways? Maybe like hunting down someone promoting their band camp or something like that. And, but, you know, if I'm listening to someone's shit on band camp, they're not getting any money. I'm not paying anything for that. Right? Same as like SoundCloud. I'm just listening to them. And then, you know, maybe I could donate some money or whatever, throw a buck here or whatever. I'm happy for paying for my content, guys. I've got like fucking six six or seven Patreons that I subscribe to every month, you know? Paying them all five or six bucks, seven bucks a fucking month each. And I'm happy to do that because I'm supporting these artists. That I, I, but it's the artists that I've fucking curated myself. So when I'm exploring the new world of new music, I don't want to commit to something like that if I don't know if I'm going to fucking get any value out of it or care about it, right? So I don't know. It's a fucking messy world out there. This Spotify bullshit is, is, is real, right? Especially when you realize that all these fucking big music uh, labels all buy shares in Spotify. So they're getting paid out because of the growth of Spotify. And then as Spotify pays their artists, they're taking that money as well. And then some of these artists uh, that are making them all that fucking money, they were fucking underage when they signed those contracts. And now they're getting the fucking the Spotify dick up their ass. I don't know. It's a weird one. But it is what it is, guys. So fucking, I don't know what to do about Spotify. I'm going to just sort of wait and see what happens. If this gets a bit beyond a joke and a good alternative appears, I would certainly go with it. Because I'm all for free speech. I don't like censorship. I believe adults are fucking adults and should be treated as such. And I don't like this fucking... Um, nanny stating of the fucking censorship ideas of this like oh pe people might fucking kill themselves if joe says so fuck that i don't know you gotta be pretty fucking retarded to absolutely take everything you hear on a comedian's podcast to heart right anyway it's what it is i like i said we're, we're gonna leave some of the um the music reviews for this week till friday uh, because I want to do a better job of it. And um, Curtis made the suggestion um, a little while ago, a month or so ago, that it'd be good to have someone else on that's also listened to the same albums and we can kind of sort of uh, do pros and cons and a little bit of pushback if I'm negative or he can push back if I'm overly positive, anything like that. Um, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to try and get Curtis to listen to the albums that I'm listening to this week and see what he thinks. But he just needs a little bit more notice than I do. He's a busy, busy man. So I will get a list over to him and we'll do an episode maybe Friday 
um, just for the music reviews and stuff like that, okay? I think that's going to be a better way going forward. And it's enough of me fucking waffling about this Spotify bullshit. But there's, you know, it's a fucking multifaceted little gem here, isn't it? And uh, I don't know my way through it. I don't know if I should cancel my Spotify. I enjoy Spotify. I use it every day. I don't know if I should take my fucking podcast off Spotify. I don't think that's going to fucking send a message to Spotify at all because I suck and no one listens, really. It, it makes up a very small percentage of my audience. Um, so I could care less. They could probably care less. So it's probably pointless for me to even try and do some sort of fucking grandstanding political stance against that sort of bullshit. I don't know. So far, they haven't kicked me off, and fucking I say a whole bunch of horrible shit. But I'm not fucking popular enough to make a difference. You know? I can, I, I can say whatever the fuck I want. I can say, you know what? COVID isn't even real, guys. Nothing's going to stick to me. COVID isn't even real. I'll say that. I'll say fucking anything. Nothing's going to stick to me because it's not big enough. As soon as you get big enough, they're going to go, all right, so say like five years from now, this podcast has actually got a bit of a following or whatever. Someone's going to pull up this bullshit from back here and, oh, you know, he used the word retard. He fucking, he said COVID was fake. Yeah, he said Mark McGowan was a piece of shit. Yes, I did. But nothing's going to stick to me right now. And, you know, I'm fucking looking forward to that kind of level of fame where I'm actually cancelable, you know? Because <laughs> as far as the metrics go, I've, I, you have to have an audience to be cancelled. Us here listening to this fucking Jamroom podcast, uh, I want it to get bigger, but you know, I don't, I don't think I could deal with the fucking bullshit that's going on on Rogan. But you know, that's probably never even an option anyway. Anyway, this is the Jamroom podcast, guys. I've got a little bit of music for you. Um, last episode, I gave you a bit of a free flow jam, back old school times, recording with Liam, Liam playing drums, myself on guitar. I'm going to show you another one. I mentioned in that episode that um, while we were jamming, we had a, um, you know, we had our uh, the, the laptop kind of um, stroking out every now and then. So, you know, sometimes everything we record, sometimes we'd only get, you know, five out of seven mics or something like that. Uh, so it was all over the shop. So I'm going to throw one of those broken ass jams in here uh, because this one happened to actually have like a room mic still working. So you can hear the guitars somewhat uh, and the drums sound all right, but it, you know, it, it just sucked. It's fucking Murphy's Law, right? Um, the, the better jams happened to be the ones that were broken as far as like what we thought creatively wise, you know, creativity wise, something like that. Anyway, there's some cool, neat ideas in this little jam, guys. Who knows? It might come out as a song later on. Not the whole fucking thing, obviously, but just like nice little nuggets in there. If you like any of the nuggets, timestamp them and tell me um, because uh, I'll pay more attention to them and maybe weave them into some kind of product later on. It'd be good to get some feedback, guys. This is the Jam Room Podcast. Jamming only works if you're bouncing off other people as well. And um, that's what you're here for. So please engage. You know how you can hit me up. All my details are in the description of this podcast. Fucking feel free to use them. And share and spread the word of this fucking podcast, guys. We're having some fun out here. And we talk about the hard-hitting issues of fucking Neil Young being a piece of shit. Cool, guys. All right. Have fun with this little jam. Um, have a great week out there. I'm uh, going to give you another episode on Friday. We'll talk about some new music then. All right, guys. Take care now. Bye-bye then.